Well, the holidays are here, 2020, and somehow it's been the longest and the shortest year all at the same time, right? Well, this episode is for you because if you have moved from the city to the suburbs, and this could be very well your first Christmas in the suburbs, I'm here to give you some holiday decorating tips and talk about how the holidays are looking differently this year. So come on along and join the conversation. I'm always excited to be here and share with you. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. In January of 2021, I'm going to be launching a digital course, How to Accessorize and Style Your Home in a New York Minute. That's right, I'm bringing it to you because over the last several years, it has been one of the top requested things that I get asked. And it just so happens, it's what I'm really passionate about and what I've always loved to do. I always felt like your home wasn't fully dressed until I brought in that last layer and I loved doing it and I love styling for my photo shoots, and most of the time I bring in all the accessories and get everything styled for a photo shoot, guess what? The client wants to keep it all. Well, I'm gonna show you my secrets, my tips, my tricks. It's gonna be in a really simple video course broken up into modules that are gonna be easy for you to get resources, solutions, and really quick wins at an affordable price, all with direction from me. So. You can have your home looking like those sitting in a magazine or how I set them up for photo shoots really easily. I'm super excited. So you're going to want to get on the wait list because if you're on the wait list, you're going to be the first to know, you're going to be in the know, and you are going to be one of the ones to get the special introductory offer on the course. So to join, you can go to jillcalmaninteriors.com slash course dash waitlist. Or if you go to my Instagram profile, at Jill Kalman Interiors, you can get the link in bio directly there and sign up for the waitlist. There's no cost, no nothing right now. It's just to get you on the waitlist so you are privy to all the information and the special deals. I really hope to see you there. I'm so excited to bring this to you. Thank you so much. All right, so I wanted to do a special episode about the holidays since we are in the throes of it. And since I have noticed it is starting earlier and earlier this year, it is making everybody feel good. I know that holiday decor is selling out all over the place, whether you're at Michael's or wherever, because people are just, they got those trees up well before Thanksgiving this year. I think we need the lights, we need the festivity, whatever it is. I get it. I've done it earlier in my house this year too. So let's talk a little bit about holiday decor. And then I just want to talk in general about the holidays this year. It's going to be very different and it's going to be really different for me and my family. So I'll get into that a little bit too. So regarding holiday decor, here is my biggest tip. It is my biggest pet peeve. Many people will fill their house with tons of holiday decorations without removing or editing one thing in their house. And you must do that because two things. One, it will look so cluttered. It won't read well. It'll be really cluttered. 
oftentimes to whatever you're putting up for the holidays doesn't match the other decor and it, it just looks bad. That's all I can tell you. It looks bad. So I would recommend doing some editing and just you're going to just temporarily put some stuff away. And I just mean like those accessories, stuff on your coffee table, stuff on your mantle, stuff on the console, stuff in the dining room, on the buffet. Like don't just fill in with holiday stuff with all the other stuff. It's not going to look good. Trust me. That is my tip number one. My tip number two is feel free to do something unique. And what I mean by that is it doesn't all have to be traditional colors. I love using all kinds of other different palettes, whether it be this year, I've got like rose golds with silver and other years I've used really icy blues with silver and gold. I've done pinks. I've done purples and lilac with silver and gold. I wrapped presents in bright hot pink paper with red ribbon, you know, be festive, make it happy, make it colorful. And if you like the traditional colors, that's okay too. You know, I always think bringing in any type of thing that's glittery or sparkly, it's just great. I've always done that. And I think with COVID even more, that glitter and that sparkle is just wonderful. And when you add lights and then it, you know, bounces off, it's even more. So feel free to use different palettes, feel free to use different types of materials. So I use faux fur. You know, there's all types of stuff at craft supply stores you can use that's got a lot of texture to it. I love magnolia leaves as my garland instead of some traditional pine. So again, just really feel free to mix it up. I love twigs. I love twigs that are spray painted silver or spray painted gold or spray painted white. And those mixed in with magnolia leaves and some lights, you've got yourself an arrangement right there. So that's my other tip is feel free to, you know, get creative with the materials too. Go for it. I even saw some garland that was multicolor pom-pom. It was so fun and so cute. So feel free to do that. Regarding lights, the other thing that is in the marketplace now, and I've seen them all over in all different price ranges, is these battery-operated little LED, tiny, tiny little lights on a wire. They're great because you don't have to worry about extension cords. You don't have to worry about plugging in. So I wove a strand into my mantle. And so now I have lights on my mantle without dealing with cords. You can use them in table centerpieces. You can use them around a wreath. You can use them anywhere. And they're battery-operated with a little power button. That is my other recommendation as far as all the decor. The other thing I love this time of year is forcing bulbs. So I do not have a green thumb at all, but I do love bulbs in the winter. So amaryllis and paper whites, particularly amaryllis. So I'm always growing a few different amaryllis bulbs in my home. They're so easy. They come in a container and when they bloom, they are just a burst of color. And there's so many available. They're happy. They're colorful. It's a great way to have flowers, you know, in the house without a lot of maintenance. And of course, as I just mentioned, I can't deal with much maintenance because for whatever reason, I look at a plant and it dies. <laughs> but an amaryllis, I seem to be able to keep alive. So I would really recommend that. And the other thing is regarding outdoor. So just if you don't even want to go too crazy and you can go as crazy as you want, but just at the front door, having two planters, what I do is I get magnolia leaves and I get those branches I just talked about. I'll either get silver or white or whatever. Sometimes I spray paint my own. You can even get, I think, in red now. And basically I stick the magnolia leaves in, the branches in. They don't need 
much of anything. They really don't need water or anything. It's almost like having a dried arrangement or is a dried arrangement. I sometimes take pine cone and you can spray paint them or leave them natural or sort of dip them in that flocking material and make them look flocked. And then you get those LED lights, like I mentioned, and you put those in there. And what's great about that is those light up all winter. And I don't even consider that, you know, holiday. I just consider that like winter because it's so dark outside. It's extra lighting at the front door. It's really pretty and glowy. And the other way to add the lights in, they sell these LED lights that you stick them in to the pot. They even have, you know, like a little piece at the end that goes right into the soil to stand up and they do plug in but it's just a really simple cord to plug into your outdoor outlet and they're on branches so it's just like a dark brown branch with these led lights and when you light it up at night it's just a lit branch against the painted branch with the magnolia leaves so that's what i do every year for my two front pots in front of my two front door and if i do nothing else it adds a ton to the house. And of course, swagging with garland is always fun. If you have a fence, swag it with garland, having a wreath on the door, and then any additional lights. I don't go too crazy with the lights outside my house. I feel like it's a lot of work. (laughs) And then to take it down and all that. So I, I don't do a lot of it, but certainly you can do that. Make sure you get those clips so the cords don't droop. And, you know, certainly be careful if you're getting up on roofs and ladders. But this year, it seems that we're going to want more light than ever. And I get it, you know. The other tip I have is the tip that I always have, whether it's decorating your home, fashion, whatever, is mix the highs and lows. Go for it. And and even with holiday stuff, honestly, you probably don't even have to go into the highs. So I have a few items that I had bought at boutiques years ago that I still love and I pull out every year. Like we all kind of sometimes have that really special ornament or it might be a special wreath or, you know, like a special nutcracker, whatever it is. But then you can embellish. There's so much available right now at the craft stores online that you can really get crafty, get creative and have some fun with it. Have the kids join in and really make a go of it. So that's always been, you know, one of my favorite things to do. And I would still use that as my basis for decorating at the holidays as well. So now to get into really uh, the meat of it, which is you know, we already experienced through Thanksgiving how different the holidays are for all of us in terms of not being able to see family and friends, curtailing travel and on and all of that stuff. And I'll tell you personally, for me, this is going to be a very different year. I can't even count. I'd have to look back and figure this out. How many years it's been? We have been going to Maine to my family. I mean, we're talking decades and this will be the first year and I'm not sure how long. I'm almost afraid to say that we won't be there. And there's a lot of traditions that my kids grew up with, that I grew up with, that my husband's accustomed to by being there every year and being in Maine and and what we did. So it's something that has to happen. I need to keep my family safe and healthy, but it's difficult. So it will be small here. And what I'm doing is I'm still making it special. I'm making sure the house is decorated, making sure that you know the gifts are wrapped festive and under the tree, We're going to have the same traditional foods that we have at my parents. I'm going to make them. And I think that it's really important to carry those traditions through. Anything that brings you comfort, that's familiar, do that. And even though it's smaller this year and different this year, it can still be special. But 
we are all experiencing, you know, a very different year and we're all pretty fatigued by it. That's for sure. I think that's one thing that we can all agree on (laughs) as much disagreement as there is in the country right now. That's probably one thing we can all agree on. So I think that it's important to take some time and reflect on the silver linings that you had. And let's face it, the year has posed very difficult challenges for every family. There's, I don't think one person I've spoke to in the year that hasn't had some dramatic thing happen in their family, in their life. We all have, we have as well. And despite that, there are some, you know, still silver linings. And I think it's really important to try to remember those, rely on the traditions that you've had. And then I think creating new traditions, what fun is that, right? I mean, there's one part of me that's really excited to be here with the kids for Christmas because we never woke up Christmas morning here. And so that's kind of cool now. I have to say there's a part of me that thinks that's really nice. And so maybe that also means that, you know, even in the future, listen, my parents are getting older and I feel like in a lot of ways, I let my mom off the hook this year. I think COVID let her off the hook and it made me really have perspective. You know, the last few years I've been saying it's a lot for them to do all of this, all the cooking and have us there and As much as we want to help, they want to do it just as much as we want to help. And so they probably do too much. And so a part of me feels like this might be a gift to them. And for us to rethink moving forward, even next year and beyond, how we do this. And maybe we start waking up Christmas morning at our house, you know, like we're going to this year. And maybe we just drive up for a day or two to see them and give them gifts after, you know, not this year, but in following years. The other things we're going to do is we're used to waking up with them Christmas morning and opening all our gifts and being with them. So, you know, I have said, let's get on Zoom. It's sounding very cliche now, but let's get on Zoom. And when we all wake up and we're all in our pajamas, let's open our gifts together. We can still do that virtually. And, And how nice is that? I was talking to somebody the other day and I was saying how imagine if we were going through this when we didn't have the internet and we didn't have Zoom and, you know, it feels isolating, yes, but imagine how much more isolating it would feel. So that's a silver lining. We're living in an age of technology, which is allowing us to connect at a completely different level than we would have been able to before during such an isolating time. So, you know, it's things like that that we do have to be grateful for and thankful for. So we're going to be doing that. So, you know, that is another thing is to connect as best you can virtually, but also have a, you know, it might make you look at things differently. Like it's making me look at things differently and it's making me realize that, I want to let my mom off the hook from all the things that she feels so obligated to do for us. And, you know, it's hard because I don't live close to them. And if I did, I would just have them at my house and that would be the easiest way to get them off the hook. But they can't travel to me. And so, you know, going forward when COVID is over and it will be over, you know, I'm rethinking how do we do the holidays with them where it's enjoyable and not too much work for them. So that's another silver lining. It's right. We gain perspective everything's kind of gone under the x-ray machine this year, right? And we're all looking at everything closely. And so how about that and making new traditions as well? 
So, yeah, I think that it was important today to do an episode about the holidays, you know, talking about decor, but talking about how everybody is feeling different and you're going to feel different in your home. And like me, you might be somebody who was never home for Christmas. A lot of people I know, especially in my area, would travel and take vacation and were away for Christmas too. So this year is going to be really different. No matter what you're used to doing, chances are it's probably not anything like what you have been doing. So chances are the holidays are going to be looking different for all of us. So I say we use it as an opportunity to gain some perspective and enjoy old traditions and new traditions and connect with the ones that we do have under our own roof. So I do believe we're probably in the home stretch of this. It's going to be a long winter. We can get through it. (laughs) And I think the holidays will help. If you're new to the suburbs, I'll also mention that, you know, decorating a whole house can feel like a lot. If you want to or in the position to hire help out, there are services in the area. So in any area that you live, I'm sure you can find. So a landscaper is a good option if you need help with running lights and running even swag on large extended areas. There are handymen that can help. And there are specifically actually companies that come out just for holiday decor and they do interior and exterior. So if you're new to the suburbs, you have a lot of more property now you have a bigger home, definitely keep that in mind and search out in your area recommendations. Facebook groups are a good way to search that out through word of mouth, through neighbors. Chances are you might see someone in your neighborhood or a neighborhood nearby using somebody. You can stop and get their card or Google search. But know that there are services to help you if you want to do that. Or it's okay to just make it a little more minimal like I do. We just don't go through the bother of, you know, lights all around the house. But having my front door lit up, having a few things here and there, it's all really nice as well. So depending on what extent you want to go to, you know, know that there's help. But again, coming from, you know, a city apartment to the suburbs, it's a lot more, especially around the holidays. So don't get stressed. It's not worth the stress. You can make things look pretty still without going crazy and you can do it affordably and without a ton of time and actually some enjoyment. Get the whole family involved and do something really, really fun. So the other thing is the holiday table. So I did some things on my Instagram for Thanksgiving. Same thing with Christmas. Make your table really festive. Includes traditions at the table, foods that are traditional, games, any type of interaction like that is really, really nice. So just because it might be less of you guys and you feel like, oh, not as many people are coming over, I don't have to be as fancy, make it fancy for you guys. Make it feel really, really special because that's what I'm going to do. I would completely love to hear how all of you are celebrating and the things you're doing and how you're decorating. So feel free to DM me, email me, whatever you want. I would love to hear all about it and chat further about it. So from my home to yours, happy, safe, joyous, and healthy holiday to all of you. Thank you so much, and I'll see you here next week. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I really love doing it. And if you're enjoying it as much as I am, please head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you, and I would love the support on the podcast. 
I happen to have on my website, if you go to jillcalmaninteriors.com, some great freebies for you. So I have your mini moving guide, and this is all the things you might not think about, some little quick tips to get you settled and on your way to moving to the suburbs. I have a home planner, which is an amazing thing to help you plan out design because interior design sometimes falls at the bottom of the list once you've moved in and then you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed because you haven't planned for it. So the planner helps you do just that. It's in a really easy, simplistic form. It's free to download and it'll help you reach your design goals. I also have a moving organizer. And before you move, you're gonna want to get this. This has all the checklists and all the pages you are going to need to go through your home search, find the right home, get settled, and get through all those details. And that's available on my website for $29. So head on over. There's lots of freebies and lots of things for you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.